1: Sometimes that, hold on, I forgot to shut my door and everything. Sometimes that music just goes really, 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 fast at the start. I don't know why it does that. And then my camera goes off. So, you spend the music, I
0: get a DJ to
1: mix in music. We're making the same start as what Rangers did. Anyway, hello. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best we're, I've Rangers. seen you for a while there, Martin. <laughs> I know, it's the best, it's the best my hair's looked as well. Hello and welcome to the Rangers Rabble podcast. Uh, I'm Martin and I'm joined by Brian, Kerr, and Gary, we're obviously here for match reaction to Dundee one. Oh, Rangers two. Um, plenty of talking points, plenty of things to get our teeth stuck into. Um, but care. Yes. Uh, five minutes to go in that game, I was not smiling, laughing, and happy.
0: No, I was not very happy myself, but I was just about to step out the back garden and Conor a scored, and the complexion changed in my mm. face differently. So, it was a hard game to watch at times. Second half is better than the first, but I'm just thankful we
1: get three points, man. I know uh, listen, Brian, it's all about the three points, but man, that was that was close.
2: It's happening a lot these days. We're turning in these turgid performances away for home. Um but yeah, that was that first half was truly abysmal. Truly abysmal. Thank God for the subs that came on and made the difference.
1: Well, yeah first half Gary abysmal Brian's right um there was nothing um there was no there was no fight there was no hunger there was no passing we didn't really trouble the goalkeeper we couldn't even score for a penalty it was just horrendous
3: (laughs) I think I used the word pathetic on the group chat it was it was pretty bad man pretty bad um I'll 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 have a bit of a slideway on the fact that we've came away with a win because he usually does put them away, but yeah, it was it was a it was a pretty poor first half.
2: Pretty poor, I think
3: they've been quite generous. Uh, even
2: with the penalty, we didn't have a shot in the first half.
3: The <laughs> <market>. <laughs> you know, there's me picking a four 0 win at the start, I'm like, Oh god.
1: Yeah, well I mean how can you go, Keir, but right? and we'll come to the game in a minute, obviously, right? But how can you go from a convincing
0: 3-0 win in the Cup, right, to that? I thought Dundee was set up different than we after last week. They played right. slightly different, but so did we. And it's, we didn't start well. I thought we started very slow, sluggish. I don't know if it was after last week's performance, we just thought we were going to win. We expected to win without actually putting an effort in. And I think you've seen that in the first half. Dundee weren't really great. Most of the problems we were causing, we were causing ourselves. And we had a lot of possession, but we weren't really doing anything with it. Dundee scored a goal, which was it was a good goal from their point of view. But it was, you can look at a few different things, whereas it was poor defensively from the middle to the back. But we just didn't get a grip in midfield, I thought. I thought Sands... He does a job sans, but going forward is not his 40. I thought Lundstrom was okay. I thought Ramsey was trying to get involved. Scott Affield was still trying to figure out where the ball is just now, and he's been, he was taking off earlier on. I thought we weren't great at all. I thought Marellis wasn't holding it up. Kemp was running into blind alleys. We weren't Bassey and Tarver getting full. I just didn't, didn't think we were great. Then D knew we were kind of weak at the back through Helender because he's not been playing great. So, I could only get better in the second half, but we were all panicking. <laughs>
1: panicking is an understatement. Brian, something you touched on before we started in Battle Fever. Here, is saying that one of our channel members can't keep playing like that till the end of yeah. the season. We've said a few times, you know, and I think as football fans and as people who do podcasts and all that, I think it's it's the law that you contradict yourself, right? It's it's just the law because mm-hmm. as football fans, we do. You know, in on one hand, we're saying that's what champions do. You know you're not playing well, you get that late goal, you win. But on the other hand, you're saying, you know, there's not many games to go in the league, we can't keep playing like that.
2: No. I mean, as I said before we started, it's happened a lot recently that we've struggled, really struggled. You know, sometimes, well, we've dropped points in in certain cases, but a lot of the times we've even, you know, bottom the league teams, we've really struggled to just... You know, even be conv- even look convincing. You know, I you, you don't mind winning if you if you look half decent. But I mean, it's just happening far too often, as I said before, that we're struggling to get past these teams. And oh, it's, just, it's, oh, it's doing my head in. Literally. Can
1: we use the excuse, Gary, of the Europa League? Is that is that a fair excuse to say, look, the players had a big game on Thursday, put a lot of energy in, so you're not going to get you know that high tempo performance or can we, can we not even look anywhere near that and go, it was Dundee that were bottom of the table and we made that look really difficult
3: I, I'm thinking that it's Dundee bottom of the table and we did make that look very fucking difficult today, <laughs> very difficult we, we, we played Dundee last week after playing Braga mm. no, hey, no Braga. not Braga sorry, Belgrade um, no, it was no an
0: <laughs>
1: <was there> no, <laughs> <British? laughs> no, it was
3: Belgrade,
0: Gary yeah yeah Martin's game he's talking nonsense and, um, <laughs> and, we beat,
3: and we beat them three we beat them three nil, and then went to Belgrade on Thursday and we come out here and it was just really slow and sluggish and every pass was nearly behind the man for about sixty minutes and it was really 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 poor for a long spell so that game. Really, really, really poor. Uh, <laughs> really, really sorry. My cat was like trying to get to me there. <laughs> like... <laughs> trying to sound like Alex, sound like Alex very poor, very poor. <laughs> <laughs> We were, very proud.
0: We
2: were very, very, very proud.
1: Very proud. Very proud. We got the points in the end. I must admit, I hope Alex Vargas is not watching this. I've
0: heard him. right and If you never know.
1: Uh, you never know. Right, let's talk about it. Elephant in the room. I think loads of people have got different opinions on it. Um, Brian, a game of toilet rolls, tennis balls, and sprinklers. Um, look, we go, we start the game. There's a, there's a protest about this Australia friendly, yeah. which I think every Rangers fan that I've seen online that I've spoke yeah. to is against it. I'm certainly against it. Yeah. Um, and and I don't mean that in any disrespectful way to all the Rangers supporters out there in Australia. Um, I get that argument, but I'm just I'm, I'm Completely against it. We start with a protest in you know, toilet. Toilet rolls getting thrown on the park. Yeah. We go one nil down. Yeah, and then tennis balls come on the park. Yeah. Um, what's your
0: thoughts? Well, thank you. We Is that bad to be fair?
2: Well, we can't very well turn around when they do it, and then kind of okay it when we do it. We we criticised them when they did it. I think it was a way of Livingston or whatever they did. Um, you, I don't mind them doing it once during the game. That's, you know, fine. But to continually do it, it's just. <laughs> at the end of the day, that could have cost us three, uh, the three points today. You know, because there was the one at the start of the second half as well. And, you know, that, that could have came back to bite us because there were seven minutes added on, which, well. <laughs> unsurprising when somebody's needing a goal against us for seven minutes but I mean it could have cost us at
0: the end there
1: You're not really that bored about it care, are you?
0: So the one at half the one in the second half to be fair shouldn't have done but I've, I've, heard, I've heard looking at the protest for the way we played during the game and I think my grabbing at straws to be fair I mean a lot of teams protest around the world I mean that I think it was the other week Birmingham mean, City fans were throwing dildos in the park maybe a better option than throwing tennis balls to be fair but it's just the, th- the thing the fans are going to do. Obviously, it's been planned Can you see the amount of stuff that come on the pitch. Mm-hmm. So, at the start of the game, do it, and then that's it. But if you're thinking that's caused us conceding a goal, then I don't agree with that. Because I think conceding a goal is nothing like to do with towel receipts, toilet rolls, tennis balls, whatever. I think it's just poor defending. But I wanted to start the second half. I agree with Brian and I have done that because I think a lot of time get added on because of that. But... Our fans are going to do it, they're going to do it. I don't know, do I box as much as the ball away games because it's probably easier to throw away games because they're closer to the pitch.
1: I know you're, you've kind of got the same opinion as Kerr, Gary because we did speak about this quickly before we came on. Um, but when your team is 1 0 down so early on in the game, is it really a good idea to start throwing stuff on the pitch? Could you not just let the players get on with it? Even protest at half time or or whatever. I'm, I'm not against protests in any way, shape, or form, and the board need to hear what the fans think. Absolutely they do. But you're 1-0 down in a game on a horrible pitch against a team that you know are going to be stuffy. Just let the players get on with it.
3: Yeah, yeah. if you're going to do it, do it either this, like in the half-time break or before the game kicks off. Don't do anything during the game. Um, like you said, um, I'm very much in the same boat as Kerr on that one. I think I think the board needs to start listening because clearly people aren't happy and we're going to start getting a bit of abuse for certain things as well in terms of the protests. So I think the board needs to start listening to the fans big time before things get out of hand.
0: I've
2: not seen one readers' fan say anything positive about this friendly, not one.
0: No. I don't I don't I don't think you will Martin apart from anybody like Martin said that lives in Australia but the problem is with Rangers, as we know with Rangers, fans are just a cash cow or nothing else. You don't want their opinion and stuff, they don't want our thoughts because as you know yourself, you get three, four emails every day to buy stuff for the shop or whatever. That's the only time they really contact you because we just, we just get money for us. The only way it will hit Rangers fans The Rangers board properly is if he stops spending money and stuff If you can throw tennis balls You can throw toilet rolls, whatever That's not going to bother him But if he stops spending money on Rangers Which we don't want to do because we're all fans But if you have done it for a while That was sink in Because that's the, only, that's the only language you understand But we don't want the friendly I think it will be cancelled But the board tough to learn to respect the fans more than they do This is the point, right? And Denzel makes it
1: um, care What worries me is um, How much it will take To persuade the powers that be To penalise us With points removed We all know um, About the antipathy Towards us Look at Denzel I'm an offer Using big words like Antipathy eh?
0: Denzel, on, Denzel, Denzel has a point But like I say to Martin you, If you punish Rangers You've got to put a blanket There across Scottish football 100% But we know, a we, know, we, we know Care that that's not The way it works them. I, I, We know we don't We know that we do that In Scotland Because in Scotland Rangers are the class as a sports institution we are used a, as a political statement and that's the problem in scotland and i'm not going to say what about this or what about that because no we sh- there's stuff we should stop doing as a fans in general we should stop doing stuff as it's like singing songs other stuff we have to stop doing it but you just can't always point the finger at big bad rangers because no. there's other fan bases out there that do exactly the same as us yes. yeah we have to look after ourselves and call ourselves out and stop things but don't just always point the finger at Rangers. And that's what it seemed to be in Scotland. It's time it was covered over the whole of Scotland. Because well, it's, not just, it's not just us. So maybe if the board starts start sticking up for us as well, at times yep. we would listen and maybe the fans would stop because we stopped it in the past. I some of the some of the fans don't want it. As I'm against, these folks can sing these songs if they want in the house or whatever. Just don't do it at a game.
1: Well, and Brian, let see what Kerr says there. And see, when it comes to having political arguments, I'm not going to go anywhere near care because he would wipe the floor with me, right? (laughs) Um, But And I get the argument that Rangers are treated differently, and I'm not just saying that with the blue-tinted specs on because there's evidence out there, right? It's been proven, right? But see, while we are, is it not just a good idea? And I'm not saying get in line, tore a line, don't do this, don't do that. Just don't do stupid stuff that's going to get the club in trouble. For the time being... And and also what Kerr says is hundred percent right. Rangers do need to step up and come out and speak for the fans more.
2: Yeah, because we said that just before we started. The the you know they've not said a, apart from announcing that they're going to Australia, they've never ever mentioned another word about it. Is from the board, and if they had looked at their social medias for even a split second, they would see which that they do, which they do. They would see that the well ninety nine point nine percent of people are obviously against it. So you think they would come out and say something about it? But as Kerr, as Kerr says, the the only time they come out and say something is when they're wanting you to spend money in the shop. So, but as as Kerr's saying, it's it, we're running the, we're running the risk, unfortunately, as he says that we get treated differently, and we're 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 going to come a cropper soon if if uh, these things don't stop, unfortunately.
1: The, yeah. But listen, that's enough about protests and stuff like that. And now we're here to talk about the game as well. So we will do that. But, Kerr Mary's, Mary's met. I know. Did Cheer you see Mary. that? I see that. Keir, I met your Spanish cousin one last night. There you Aye. go. I didn't even know you had a Spanish cousin. Aye. We won. me won, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Right, uh, Gary, back to the game. We go down 1-0 very, very early. Um, <coughs> and as we do, we always look for, you know, what, what could we have done to stop it? Why did it happen? Um, Crossed from Marshall and a header at the back post for Elliot. So are we saying Kent poor closing down? Or are we saying McGregor should have maybe came and got it? Um, what are we saying? Why did that first goal happen?
3: Um, probably a bit of both. I think Kent could have done a bit better, but I don't even think normally...
1: Sorry, Kent... Sand stopped across Kent... It's difficult for Kent at the back post because Kent's not a defender and he's up against Was it no
0: Ramsey or was it with the boy at the byline?
1: No, I think it was Kent.
0: No, Kent was running with the Kent was at the back post wasn't he? Kent was at the back post. Yeah. With, he was never going to beat Chris Elliott there but I thought never. it was Ramsey trying he stopped the cross gunning. I thought it was Sands
3: or... but I could do If you're marking someone at the back post you should be
0: in front of him. Oh, even so, if he's in front of him, he's not going to get above Christy L. I mean, no, Mike Kent's but, one of the greatest in there, to be fair. It should have been him that was there, but it should have been one in the centre half, so Wundström or something. It should have been Kent. Uh, it yeah. should have been. But uh, what are we saying, Gary, for McGregor? Is that is it just a is that a
1: good ball? Is it a difficult ball for him to come and get? Because it did seem awfully close to him.
3: Um, I, I'm not going to blame McGregor for that one. Not that one. It was quite high, I think, if I remember rightly. I could be wrong. I need to see it again. God, I'm having a mare today.
1: <laughs> Sorry, we can't
3: see you, don't worry about it. Brian, will be
1: yourself for the first goal. I, I don't
3: understand how this is cloudy because I look fine.
2: I'm just watching back the goal and it was Ramsey that was closing down the cross. There you go. Kerr was right, as ever. So <laughs> he, sh- he should have closed that down. I mean, it was a f- the boy was just about out of, the, out of the, the byline, so he should have... Easily stop that cross coming in, definitely. And Kent, Kent was at the back post. I mean, what's he's what he's doing away back there? I have no idea.
1: What about McGregor, Brian? I
3: think it was. At, I think it was harsh in McGregor.
2: Yeah, I mean, it was one of those ones that he was probably wait. He was probably at his front post waiting for the sort of quick ball, and it, it's looped over the top of him. So he's he's probably gambled and thought it was coming at the front post, and it's went over the top of him, unfortunately.
1: That first half as well, i um, are be taking a look at the defence, what we're we saying, because Dundee started and this is for the team bottom of the league, Dundee started well, they were putting us under pressure, the defence was at fives and sixes, not even sixes and sevens.
0: I think that Dundee had to start Martin Mill because St Johnston won yesterday, didn't they, so Dundee, you know, gained that last chance at win for them, because St Johnstone had a bit of forum so I think they had to take him out and start, and they knew probably watching us and stuff after European games or uh, since Herlander's been back, he's not been, big foul's not been great. So the, the, the attack is at our weak points and it, it, I didn't say it, it, it worked, it worked to a point, but they scored, they got a bit of energy from that and they kept it up, but we never stopped them at any point. We weren't even one in the first balls, we weren't even in the second balls either. And I mm-hmm. thought I might feel the very sluggies, like I said, our field usually digs deep, he didn't do a lot. Sans... I'm surprised they didn't do more. Ramsey was trying, but that's no Aaron Ramsey's game, to be fair, he's better on our side in the other side of the park. But I thought with a lot of possession, but then they did a lot with it, but then D when they got the ball, they did try to attack us because they knew up with no affrailities and to be fair to Gio I've criticised him this season. But putting Tab putting Lundstrom back there, I know it didn't work against Manville but we looked more solid. Yeah, yeah, we did. And
1: Brian, there's been a lot of chat during the game and after the game as well about Hollander. Hollander looked like a player who hasn't seen much first-team action in a while. And I still maintain, and I know that a lot of people disagree, but I still maintain he's either our first or second-best defender. He's the first or second-best defender for me at Rangers,
2: but it was a poor,
1: poor game for him today.
2: Yeah, he's, he's sadly lacking much, um, much minutes in him. Um, I do think penalty box defending wise, he is the best. He he gets an awful lot of headers, blocks. You know, he's he's very effective in that area, but don't ask him to move. I mean, I've I've seen I've seen slugs move quicker.
1: But usually, Brian, his positional sense is
2: brilliant. That's what I'm saying, yeah. I mean, positionally wise, he's usually very good, but as you said, he's he's short of match minutes. Um he's I wouldn't say he's lacking any confidence, but he's certainly a bit weighty than what he normally is. Um, yeah, he's he's needing to get up to speed very quick because we because we've only got him, Balligan, and Goldson as a sort of you know recognised centre halves. So he's going to be important in the in the the remaining games left.
1: Yeah, Simpson's still there, but I don't see Simpson getting many first team games towards the end of the season. Gary, CGM's saying the pitch was not Hollander's friend. I don't think the pitch was any I don't think the pitch was anybody's friend today, Gary, to be honest. But yeah. I don't think we can use that as an excuse for why he had a bad game.
3: I don't use that excuse for any footballer ever. You know, you're paid thousands of pounds a week to play football. If you can't play football on a, a pitch, then you shouldn't be playing football. But um I said I, I said last week after the Dundee game that I thought Holanda was miles off the pace and I got slated in the comments for it. And I think so you're gonna say, you
1: say the good game this weekend? No. No, I'm not.
3: I just think I just think he's the way his play that he plays is he needs the match sharpness and he's not gonna get the match sharpness he needs for what we need at this stage of the season. If this was like November, then we could get him the games that he could. But I I don't think we'll see Hollander very much more and he'll get pre season and then back for next season.
1: That's a point,
3: here,
1: Um but the the issue is do we have that that availability of centre backs to be able to say to for example Balogun. Right, you'll play in the three games against Celtic and the two or four games in Europe. Can, can we realistically mm-hmm. well, Listen, Conor Goldson's a machine. Conor Goldson could play probably every day you know,
0: for the rest of his life. But can we say that to Balogun? Probably not, because he's an injury record, but you've got Lundstrom who can play there at a push, or you can play a back three, or you've got Bassi who can slot in there. So I don't think we're struggling. struggling. We're not the strongest at our position at this moment, but I don't think we're struggling. I think we still get players there that can fit in a possession My problem is we need, when we've got a lot of possession mark, we need to be more clinical. We're not clinical enough. We, I, people say, why can't you do it in Europe? But no, in the league, it's totally different football, playing European football at SPL. When Europe teams come out as and Goaties and we've got players that can hit them on the break or score it and, and can punish other teams. And in the league, it's totally different. I think you're playing sometimes against them. A wall of nine shots facing you. Do you know what I mean? It's hard to break down, it doesn't matter who you are. So, I think we just have to take every game as it comes. I'm quite happy with this break coming up. because I think some of the players need a break. Like you say, probably Tav and Golson could play the more again, but I think a lot of them need a break. And I'm just hoping, as a good few pillar at national duties. Kind of,
2: I kind of agreed with was it Cgm or Cummins saying about you? You're used to playing in bowling greens and then you go on tatty fields. I kind of get that to a point, but you know, it's, it was the same for everybody. You know, it's it's not easy for anybody. So, you know, we've just got to you just have to adapt it and try and get through it as best you can. But I do take the point if you're on bowling greens and then go to tatty fields, you're going to struggle.
1: I know. you know? I just <clears throat> see Matt throughout my whole life following football, right? And I used to play a lot of football manager. I used to play tons
0: of it. <laughs> football. I always a lot of football. Football
1: manager. I played a lot of football when I was younger, but then I, I found alcohol and food and uh, went sideways. Um, but I played a lot of football manager. Care, you've been in the game. You know the game well. Um, I go to work Monday to Friday. Right. I work eight or ten hours a day or whatever it is. <coughs> I need to go Monday to Friday, and you need to keep up some level of performance; otherwise, you lose your job. How can players not play two, three, four games a week without being tired or needing a rest? I know this is completely off topic and I apologise to everybody. We'll get back to the game in a minute. But it's always confused me how, you know, oh my God, he's played 60 games this year. I worked like 300
0: days last year, 320 days last year. So why do these players need rests? Because it's a physically demanding sport and you can't, you know you're going to play the same day. You're not going to play the same way every time you play. It's like any sport you go out and play. If it's physically demanding, basketball, ice hockey, football, you're only as good as your last game, as people say. And it's half a player's. Be- I some think a lot of people think if you play midweek and Saturday, midweek Saturday, that's fine. But I think sometimes it's harder doing that because you need training sessions. Because sometimes you just need to work on what you're lacking or work on what you're make mistakes at and stuff like that. Football is a totally different thing for f- f- working ninety-five or whatever because. The pressure's more and I I'm not saying the pressure's more because obviously when you're working you've got balls you paying everyone else but the pressure's different. If you know what I mean. And it doesn't matter if you're paid a pound or played a hundred grand a week. It's still hard, I mean when I coached the young I coach young kids. It was the same with them. Some sure you get boys playing real well and the next week uh, the midweek games we play the boys were rotten. So it's very hard to put your finger on it and it's just down to each individual, Martin. Like we said, the other Tav and Golsan could probably do it, but you've got players like madela who might not be able to do it, I feel not be able to do it. Everybody, everybody's physique's different, everybody's energy's different, the way they train's different. I think it's just one of the things you're never going to be able to pinpoint. So money doesn't come it. Money's just a wage they get. Money it doesn't matter, like I said, if you paid a pound or a hundred grand. It's not going to change But guys can give
1: you. I'd play... For 20 grand or 25 grand a year, or whatever it is, I'd play five days a week for Rangers. Game. But there you but go. You, that's just but, me. You, but
0: your performance would be different every day.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't make it out my bed directly. <laughs> um, right, back to the game, Brian. Uh, Darren Stewart, channel member, we lost the first half in midfield backwards and sideways at walking pace. We can't keep starting games like that. Better teams will put the game out of sight before we get started. I think that's a fair comment, Brian.
2: Yeah, yeah. As I say, the it was there was no fluidity, there was no passing, there was just nothing in the first half. It was it was it just, it just completely passed us by, um, and we just tried to launch things over the top, um, going away from what we're good at, you know, intricate passing. But was, I, I, again, I'll go back to the point that I, I realised that the pitch didn't probably play to our strengths. But I mean we've we've definitely i i expected us to come out quite quick today but the very opposite happened the very opposite
1: uh channel member again uh, is that davy brand has he changed his name because it looks like his picture because that's a nightmare to he say nmil 1642 that's a nightmare mind and smash that like button troops i've not said troops for years but there you go um yeah if you're watching on youtube please do like and subscribe um we had press access to the B-team game yesterday. It was it was really good. It was, it was brilliant. So um, go and check out what Academy Review that we've done yesterday. Um, if you're watching on Facebook, please do like and share. And, of course, if you're watching on Twitter, please do like and retweet. We've got a wee competition in Ireland on Twitter that I think these might like. So head over to at Rangers Rabble uh, on Twitter and check it out. So, yeah, please help support the channel. Gary, we got a penalty. Um, first of all, for you, was it a penalty?
3: I didn't think it was a penalty. I thought it was very, very, very soft. Like, I wasn't even saying penalty when it came in. So, no, no way was it a penalty for me.
1: For me, you know, when it happened, Kerr, I said penalty. I just seen the tug on the jersey and I seen penalty. So, why is a tug on the jersey in the box not
0: a penalty? I think. But the probably was a penalty, but I think sometimes the referee just has to make his own decision. I do not think it was a penalty either. You've seen I wouldn't have even given a free throwing. kick and a half line for
3: that. I thought
0: Mariellus pulled him slightly at the start and then he pulled Marielis back, but I was happy when he gave it. Don't get me wrong. I don't know we never scored it, but I was happy when he gave it. But if I was given against Rangers, they would have been raging. Very, very quickly, Curry Muncher. Do you even break a quick walk at your job, Martin? <laughs> I
1: physically demanding. I'll have you an OC when it's lunchtime. I go at the clappers.
0: Curry. First in the <laughs> queue for the
1: food. <laughs> the fucking you should see my now. buffet,
0: Curry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, Brian, for me, it was a penalty. Soft, but a penalty will be a sale. As Scott said, if that
2: was given against me, I'd be absolutely livid. Absolutely livid. Um... I, I, I watched the replays a few times. I struggled to see much much going on. But yeah, as Scott says, if that was given against me, I'd be absolutely livid. But I was happy we got it. Um, but no, I wouldn't have been happy if it was given against us. No. The fact he
1: gave the penalty, Brian, and CJ makes a point here. Um, does he need to send him off? Because he's made no attempt to play the ball. And I know that the rules change now. If it's the last man and you make an attempt to play the ball, it's not a red card. But if he's gave that penalty, should that have been a sending off?
2: Well, if he's given the penalty for. Because. Was it a genuine goal goal scoring opportunity, do you think?
0: Okay, was Mirella getting to the ball? I don't was know. A well, if he's not there, ball, then he's by himself. No. No, I don't think Mirella was getting to it. I don't think he was getting to it. It was over the top of him, wasn't it? Right. Mm. But. So-
2: well, yeah, I suppose like if, this if the ball came down to him and he was going to swing a boot at it, then you could say, "Yeah, fair enough,
0: maybe." Probably it even be. VAR. I wouldn't be able to tell you if it was a penalty or not because <laughs> it's one of the one. Everybody thinks different.
1: I suppose. I suppose. Uh, I um, had a feeling Tav was due to miss a penalty. I, never, I just, I just always think we're going to miss.
0: That's just nah.
1: my, go-to. that's just <laughs> my go-to response. I don't Everything watch penalties. I
0: always walk into the kitchen, and wait to hear the cheer, <laughs> and then he did cheer. and I went, "He's missed it."
1: I just, I just turned my back and wait on the dog to bark. Um, He has hit uh, them high the last few. There's always a chance of going over the bar today. Gary, yes, Tav misses a penalty. Um, Are we going to start jumping on the get Tav off penalties bandwagon?
0: No.
3: Absolutely not. He's hit a couple of good penalties recently and, okay, he's leaned back maybe that wee bit too much today and it's went over the bar. I'm not going to say if we hadn't got the win that I might be thinking a bit differently, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to let him off for that one. Aye.
1: I know, it is it's one of those caring, to, if, if the game finishes, you know, if we lose or draw, I think there's maybe a bit of a different reaction to
0: Tav missing. Yeah, I think Tav is probably sitting in the direction room really full-time thankful we win because I think he'd probably at himself for missing, but Probably his teammates were angry at him for missing as well. But no, he's scored. Listen, everybody misses penalties. doesn't matter who you are. I mean, I've watched Salah miss a few penalties for Liverpool in the past. so And he's probably one of the best players in the world right now. So everybody's he's, not,
1: he's good, Salah, but he's not Tav.
0: Everybody misses penalties, but you keep him on them because he is confident at taking them. Some players are only confident at taking them, but Tav seems to be confident. So if you're confident enough, just let him take it. If have been you I'm a couple after this. <laughs> I might change my mind, but he's confident. He's, he walks up there. He walks up with confidence. Some players don't like taking penalties just in case they do this, but doesn't seem to bother. Him.
1: Well, Lawrence Smith saying, "Look, rotate the penalty taking. Who else can take one?" I, I just you think.
3: Yeah, I just think
1: you know everybody's going to miss penalties, and I just think Tav's so lethal. From from penalties that I he's, he missed one today, he's missed a few in the past. But you look at the big ones you scored against Dortmund and and, and big games. I I, I just you, you don't change it. You don't gallant pioneer now. Nah, keep to have on pens. Um, I I agree with that as well. So yeah, everybody misses one, but at least today we got away with it. Brian, time comes. What you thinking? How, how's the how's the mindset? Because mine was just to switch my phone off. To be
2: honest, the mindset was this is a massive forty-five minutes. In the in the end of the season, um, it's a massive team talk at half time. I expected subs, and they came, and it was was it the right subs? I think it was because our Arf, our field didn't pretty much nothing, didn't he? Or was it Sands? Sorry, Sands went off. Um, but I mean, yeah, there was he had to well he had to do something clearly because the first half was so bad. Um, he had to do something to change it. So. It was it was good changes. I was surprised Roof didn't come on a bit earlier than he did, but he did come on and make a, a an impact when he came on.
1: Roof always does care when he comes yeah. on. He always makes it. not always right, but majority of the time he makes an impact. Um, maybe he should have been on earlier. Is there an issue there? Do you think with Geo?
0: I don't know. I mean. I like Ruth. I have to say. He's a very intelligent football player. And he closes down well. And you've seen that in games. He's come on. He's closed down well as well in the ball back. And his movement's good in the box. And he that header that Ramsey scored off. Her. So I thought it's a bronella I'm a big fan of Sakala. I know a lot of people like him. But I just think he's, he's a bit hot mess. miss for me. He, does, he doesn't know what he's doing himself. And I mean, anybody else. But I'd have Ruth on before Sakala. But obviously, I know he's got a better pace, Sakala. But yeah. take, take his pace away and he's... I don't know. I'm just I not mean, his biggest fan. I mean, but I, I like him. He can score goals and he can create goals. Yeah. I mean, when you look back at, was it the
2: European game that we, I think was, how many minutes was it? And we, we changed, we subbed someday or we changed, we changed the formation, sorry. So he wasn't shy in changing. I know subs are different, but he, he changed the formation after about five, ten minutes in a European game. So he's not oh, shy yeah. in making sort of difficult decisions. So, I mean, he well, obviously everybody must see what we're seeing. So, you know? Nice.
1: Oh, Sands didn't you come off at
0: half-time. It was Arfield and Arfield, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Arfield was that good, Brian, didn't even notice he was playing. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: can I just say, right, since I've started this podcast, right, we've had a few regulars who normally watch, right, quite a few regulars, and I'm thankful for that, and we've got plenty of new people tuning in as well. Now, care, Yes. And I, and I mean this with all the sincerity, sincerity
0: um, that one man does
1: is Curry Muncher a prick?
0: <laughs> I'm not going to answer that, Martin, because we're live and Curry Muncher's not done any to me, so I'm not <laughs> well, going to reply. Well, like... this
1: season is affecting you, Martin. That headline is receding faster than the tide at Portabella Beach. Um, I don't think that's very fair, Curry. And by the way, Curry... Is, is, he, is, he, is he wrong? I mean, that's not the point I'm making, here. <laughs> I mean, if he's... I mean, if he's six foot two, you know, and built like a brick shithouse, then I apologise for my comment. But if he's the same height as me, Curry, you're a prick. That's all <laughs> I'm going to say. On the That's all I'm gonna say. Uh, I'll apologise for Martin Curry, Manchester. <laughs> don't don't, don't apologise until I see him. Um, don't apologise until I see him. So, Gary, I don't like criticising um, people and saying, "Oh, they're not good enough. They're not going to cut it." When I've not really seen enough from him yet, but he, he, he was poor when he came on. His decision making was poor.
3: Yeah, I'm quite. I, I'm a fan of Sakala. I, I, I quite like him. Um, I think I said on the preview that I would have probably started him. Uh, he gets my biggest gripe about him is he gets caught offside quite a lot. But um, I, 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 I'm, I, I still like him, and. He's fast, and I think today we were missing a lot of pace, especially when the ball got forward. And, I, yeah, I, I like him a lot. I do, and I'm not going to slate him, because I do like him. And I think there's a player there. There's definitely a player there.
1: Th- care, Sakala is the ultimate headless chicken. Is that fair?
0: I just think he's very raw. So I do. It's I just so think he has he, he get. I know, I know, I know that, uh, Gary, but I just think he does. He's got something there, but I don't think he knows what it is. And I, I can't, something But I come there easier offside of smiling. And I think I, I can't, that kind of nails him, do not it? Yeah, but you're his not going to get it out leg,
3: of him
2: unless you play him. His legs are too quick for his brain. That's his problem.
0: Well, I know that
1: John Walker watched them a lot because John Walker does the stuff you know for the Scots abroad, and he's seen a bit of him in the, was it was it the Belgian league. I'm going to make myself look stupid now, um, but John seems to believe that he's a centre forward. He's not a winger, Brian.
2: Ah, John's always said that, isn't he? He's not a right winger or a left winger. He's a, a centre forward. So, well, he's not he's not getting that position, is he? So um... he looked quite good when he came on in the
3: left last week,
2: rather than the right. I was about to say if he, if you're if you are gonna play him, I would prefer to play him on the on the left rather than the right, because at least he can cut inside and have a shot. But I mean every time he, he's on the right, it's just he blurs the ball across the you know for a cross. He doesn't give strikers much of a chance to get on the end of it. It's just hits mm-hmm. hit so hard, you know.
1: Um can I just say obviously Curry Muncher, I was joking. You're not a prick. Um I don't like to call our subscribers and the people that keep the pod going pricks. Um I was I was joking. <laughs> um, my ma's back on the pod, gentlemen. And Salah La loses the ball too easily. I don't know who Salah is. Um, <laughs>
0: don't I'm, know, I'm, I'm Shambhala, go,
1: Shambhala, you have to ask her that. I'm gonna, I'll text her the new <laughs> right. I, I can only imagine care that she's talking about Sakala. He does lose the ball too easy, but you know, I don't know if it's just that old romantic in me that thinks he just He gives everything when he's on the pitch. He does, I he, that I just
0: spot on, and he does give everything, but. Sometimes that's not enough and I think if we want to have a better side he might not been it in the future because I think we'll have to get Brett some Next, this season, end of the season we'll have to rebuild and I don't know if he'll be part of the ongoing rebuild. Mm. I could be wrong, I could play the rest of the game this season prove me totally wrong and that's fine if he does that, but I just think we need better. And we've got a question in um, from Craig Stewart. Ryan, um, what was your
1: thoughts on Alfredo today, very poor. I, do, I don't I do think he was at his sparkling best, Brian, but I also don't think he was fully fit.
2: No, because there was one point, as I said to you before we started, he ran down the right-hand side. And it, well, his, his, his normal running style or whatever it is, he just didn't look normal. He was struggling. He just didn't have much pace about him. Mm. So, yeah, it looked as though he was definitely carrying... A form of injury or because he had ice on his thigh at the end of the game, so he obviously wasn't 100% fit, so yeah. I'm Is that uh getting...
1: ice on the thigh, Gary, though, that, you know, it's an ice on the thigh, he's not 100% fit, so no you just stay away? Just
3: wink, wink, nudge, nudge, get him out of that squad, please. Thank you. That's pretty much it, isn't it, Gary? Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. <laughs> we'll not give them any any indication to think otherwise? I, I mean, care, we can't. it's hard to be critical of <coughs> Alfie because
1: he is so integral to the team and, and nine times out of ten he gives you brilliant performances. So, I mean, I, I don't think it would be um, beyond the realms of stupidity to say, for lack of a better term, because that makes absolutely no sense um, to say that it was just an off game for him.
0: Everybody has off days, Martin. But the thing about Mademoules is, in the team sheeting on the park Make space for us because obviously teams think he's a threat. know he's a threat. So even if he's not playing well, he still creates space. BB's wins and because he's real marked. So I would always have him in the team even if he's going through a bad spell because he's really important to the way we play.
1: I know, and we're getting quite a lot of the, the comments. Brian, look, Roof should have started. Hindsight's twenty-twenty. It's great. Yeah. Um, but if you're if you're saying to me it's the last game of the season, Rangers need to win. Rangers win, to win the league. And you can either start Morelos or Roof. you're starting Morelos.
2: Well, absolutely. I mean, Morelos is the number one striker, and it's, that's not going to change anytime soon. Um, as you say, if, if if you're if you're if the league title was on the line, you'd start Morelos. So, you know, there's there's no that's that's not the issue. The issue for me was was he a hundred percent fit starting, and it's 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 a big risk at this start this stage of the season to risk your number one striker with a niggle and injury that he picked up in midweek.
1: Yeah, I know. We did get back into it, care, um and I thought to myself, just before the goal, you know, we created a couple of chances where we're piling the pressure on. Um, and I suppose it's a wee bit... Is it an added bonus that it was Ramsey that got it?
0: It was. I thought he actually started coming into the game more and he was, he was trying to link up he was trying to get forward and he was putting some... He'd done a good few 1-2s. And I just thought he just needs minutes. See if he was even another 10, 20% fat be awesome to watch because you, you know the quality he's got you can see the way he plays and I was delighted he scored might give him a wee extra bit of oomph when the next plays because I think he's just we'll saying he's a missing piece but he's just that extra wee bit that sometimes you need to get something in a game and but you can not there's a great ball in Fatala I have to Fantastic. say but no. Ruth got on it well he's unlucky not to score and that's just what Ramsey does he, he reads the game well and he makes the run into the box and he come off in his right place and for a minute i thought he's going to be offside or the ref's going to say he handled it in but another and i was delighted we got the goal but we before that goal happened you said matt we were playing well we were but we actually upped our game a bit we were passing the ball a bit quicker we we're getting mm-hmm. forward a bit quicker we weren't doing the lazy balls and side to side we're actually passing the ball forward and making runs by players even like if keith was running with the ball ramsey would, uh, Bassie was getting by him you might not get the ball Bassie, but he's dragging the fenders away so we're opening the pitch up a bit we we're only doing that earlier on but we started doing it and that's why we started creating stuff just before ramsey scored gary
1: should he have scored um he got he had a diving head on the kind of six wow. yard box into the ground keeper does well to save it it's a good save but should Ramsey score
3: It's a good save i actually I was struggling there for a minute to remember that, and then I've just remembered that I actually went to the wee man. That's a fucking cracking save. Yeah. So um, no, that's a good save by the keeper.
1: You put yeah, you agree with that, Brian? You put that down a good save. Yeah, because I think he did everything
2: right, uh, Ramsey. Mm. He, he, you know, he, he headed it down. Hit the, you know, it bounced first. So he, you know, you're always told that. Keep the ball, you know, head the ball down when you're you're heading towards the goal. So, I think Ramsey did everything, right? I think, as Gary says, it was just a really good save.
3: I I, I, I sat there and I distinctly remember just turning to the wee man and went, that's a fucking really good save. What age is the wee man? 14, I
1: had
0: to think about that. Oh, well, that's all right then. Now you're out, to swear. You know. <laughs> I think it probably, if you ask Adam Ramsey, will be disappointed. Because oh, know. Yeah. I yeah. think he wanted it in the corner more, but I know I've been sagging Sakala, but Gallant by name is a good makes a good point. Sakala put in a really good ball for him to go in the end there. But I think it was just be a wee bit more in the corner, it was a goal. But the goalie it was a good height for the goalie, wasn't it? Just mm-hmm. above him. It was landing, it so. wasn't it wasn't
1: like you say, kid. it wasn't in the corner. It's it's one of the ones that what is that, an, a, a, an inch either side and maybe that's him. It was a goalkeeper safe for a forty, he went it. I, I kind of felt like their goalkeeper Brian was doing that. Look, he had he had, a, he had a, a, a couple of really really good saves, mm-hmm. but there was other times he was coming out for crosses and doing Superman dives to the oh, him on the
2: road. Oh, he was coming out with Hollywood punches and you know diving around. And I thought, settle down, mate, you know. But I mean, no, he he had a, a he had a couple of really good saves. One against uh, Ramsey, I think. Try to remember the other one. Was there not one? Not long after that, he. Saved as well, but yeah, he see, had, this uh, he had,
1: is, yeah, this is why you take notes, gentlemen. I know,
2: but oh. but I mean, take he was he, 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 like he made up. he made he actually made the, the saves he made, you weren't you weren't quite expecting, but at the same time, you were, if you know what I mean. Like the, the Ramsey one, you when you when you he headed it, you thought, oh, that's a goal, and then he saves it, but when you see the replays, it wasn't quite in the corner, such and such. So, but no, he made he made two or three really good saves.
1: Well. Denzel again makes a point. The fitter Ramsey gets, the more he should start. I think he's coming on to a game care. I would kind yeah. of go along with that. It still looks as if he's a bit stiff and struggling a wee bit to, to get up to speed with the game. But you can see there, obviously, the undoubted talent. I, I think Aaron Ramsey is miles ahead of anybody else in Scotland, but oh, he I could guess. be key, couldn't he?
0: I think... He's in the Wales squad, isn't he? So maybe if he plays a couple of games for Wales or plays one game, it's going to give him more minutes in his legs. If you just hope he comes back and he's still no. fit. That, that's more only what about Aaron there? Ramsey. Because I fit Aaron Ramsey playing every week for Juventus when I've been at Rangers. I think no. me only came in because he was going through a bad spell. So if he goes away with Wales and plays, that's good in a sense where he gets more minutes into his legs. But hopefully he comes back fit and run to go because the fitter he is, the more he offers our team, and offensively, we'll look stronger because what he can offer late runs into the box, creating goals, scoring goals.
2: I think they've said in the past, though, that Wales treat Ramsey completely different from the rest of the Wales squad because they know how injury prone he is, so they yeah. manage him very well. Yeah. So I think it's the hopefully same. Hopefully, that, hopefully, that'll the same work our advantage. hopefully, that'll work to our advantage in the international break.
1: Imagine having two players, Ramsey and Bale, at that quality. Who are just so injury prone. That's, that's actually, I don't have a lot. Of, I don't have a lot of time for Wales after the the, the beat Scotland two one. But I'm coming round to it now that Ramsey's part of the part of the squad. Now, Denzel Merrick is one of Scotland's you know top selling offers, Right, his his books have been bought millions of times. Loads of sales in his audio books, and yet he's still not a member of the YouTube channel. You know, you Man, would you would, think, you would think for somebody who's worth over five hundred million. You know, they <laughs> That they would they would sign up to one ninety nine a month become a member and get access to, you know, custom emojis, priority response to comments and stuff like that. You know, a bit disappointed in you there, Denzel. But hey, I'm just saying. I'm I'm just saying. You're upsetting the South Wales loyal now, Martin. You are. You're upsetting the South Wales loyal. <laughs> My apologies, Nicholas. <laughs> get a grip. You know what I mean. After they beat Scotland two one and we'll get that last minute. <laughs> when it stung a wee bit, it stung a wee bit. But Nicholas, you're bringing me round to that. <laughs> the <South> Wales <laughs> Wales, <laughs> I can't even speak though the South Wales loyal are very disappointed in you my apologies my apologies i I'm going to take a wee trip to the South Wales loyal I'll buy you zar- <laughs> and we'll make it we'll make it all even now Gary I have seen many attempts in a football game to disrupt the flow stop the game go down pretend you're injured the ball boys don't throw the ball back I don't think I've ever seen the sprinklers come on during a game
3: nope I don't think I've ever seen the sprinklers come on in a game either. That was that was a bit strange. Um can he put that one down to the Masons anyway, that's for sure.
0: <laughs> you never know, you never know, Gary. Well, yeah. <laughs>
3: they'll find a way to find it out,
2: aren't they? The sprinklers were about an hour and a half late because that pitch looked harder than concrete. I
1: uh, it's it's awful it's awfully suspicious, Brian, that with fifteen minutes to go drawing one oh, one, second. on comes the sprinklers.
0: Yeah. Mark, <laughs> nothing surprises
2: you when line. nothing surprises you when we're trying to win we're trying to win a game and there's sprinklers coming on and stuff like that. Nothing surprises you at all.
1: Did you see the goal coming, here Did you see the winner coming? I was hoping yeah, But this team haven't exactly proven that they can score late winners.
0: I've done it against Aberdeen a couple weeks ago and we have done it a day so the tide hopefully has changed but I was worried I I was hoping but I was worried. I was pacing across the living room and hanging the washing out and coming back in watching the bit and back out the washing it. So I was in the I was watching the telly with one eye because I was through the back door. I see I was just heading back out the I was just heading back out the back garden and Connor scored and I was jumping about nuts and the dog started barking. but a part of that no, What did Martin, no. <laughs> I was I was shaking myself. I'm not going to lie to you. I was shaking. myself. I think myself. somebody really? said
2: in the comments earlier, screaming for it, seven minutes. Quickly, sorry, Denzel, yes, yes. Sorry. There bro. was somebody saying in the comments earlier were, when it was 1-1, they were screaming for about five or six minutes injury time, and then we scored, they were wanting the full-time whistle at 90 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And by, by the way,
1: just on the goal, Brian, I mean, Conor Goldson should really score more than what he does, shouldn't he? Because that is All an right.
2: excellent finish. I mean, he had one in the first half where he sort of swung it round and just put it past the post. So he's, he's, he, he's, he's uh, he should be scoring more. But I mean, that was a great finish for a centre half. All, you know, just because it would have been very easy for him just to try and just smash it as hard as he can, but he just sort of, I wouldn't say chipped it, but he sort of caressed it over the goalie and, you know, instead of just blasting it like we all thought he would, so it was a, it was a really good finish for a centre half. And I, I
1: think. Gary, I, I celebrate goals, right? Um, I don't tend to over-celebrate. I'm not an over-celebrator. I'm kind of a, yeah, and then done. Right, and then I move on. I celebrated that one a wee bit longer than I probably should have.
3: I definitely do. I think my cat's still on the ceiling after that one. Um, <laughs> but I, 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 I watched the replay again, and Goldson was playing as though he was a fucking centre-attacking midfielder. Because mm. he took the ball before it. Didn't he? If I remember rightly, well, he dummied it. He dumbed it for Rooney. He dummied it, and then he got in the box. Like, what's he doing up there? And then boom! <laughs> there we go. That's it. Over done. with. a Great finish. Happy days. Now we don't need to slate them as much as we usually He's do. He's getting his
2: iron for the goals, though, isn't he? Yeah, yeah.
1: definitely. And he probably definitely. should score. He probably should score more than what he does. But, 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 well, I, think
3: said, I think someone I heard say on a commentary that I watched that he used to be a striker in training aye. Um, when he was but a youth he was younger. player. Oh, yeah, yeah, when he was a youth player.
1: Nah, he used to be a striker. Care that? That um, Connor
0: Goldson goal, did that save the title challenge? Basically, I, I think if six points have been too much, or four points, whatever, if it's been too much to claw back, we can all talk about Celtic not being great at all that, but they're winning domestic games very easily and they don't look like what drop men, whereas we've been struggling in domestic football the last few games, so I think it keeps it going, we all know it's going to be a big April, and if they didn't score that goal at the end there it, it would have been a middle April, not a big April, because I don't think the, I don't think the like league would have been in reach, but we've got big games coming up in the next four or five weeks, and we need to win them but like I said, Ella, we don't look back in performance, when you win we get three points, you don't, yeah. especially at this time of year you just need to go over the line, and about Conor and I thought Connor was probably their best player today because even in the first half, he was trying to get forward. He was always making runs, and he, a lot of times he was on the right side trying to get the ball in uh I just thought he played really well and I like Conor, and I still think he'll stay, Martin. I know a lot of folk don't, but I still think he'll stay at Rangers for next season. But no, I was happy with the points today. It wasn't a, it wasn't a great performance, but we got there, and we've not been getting there in some other games we've played this bad, but that's the last couple of games Aberdeen in today. We've not played great but they've got six points. So maybe this team's got a wee bit more bottle than some people think. Well, listen, let's hope they
1: prove everybody wrong.
0: Um, but, you know, Graeme's saying I felt
1: confident we'd got all three points after the equaliser. Brian, I felt confident we'd get the three points for about five or ten minutes after the equaliser, and then it just seemed to go stale mm-hmm. again, and then I had no hope. The,
2: the, the only good thing that was going for us was the the, the pressure was relentless. In their last third, it was they couldn't get rid of it. The, every time they'd sort of did boot it away, the center half or Lundstrom would collect it and redistribute it. And it was, it was, I felt as though we'd always get a chance or a couple of chances where they would take them, that was the other thing. But I always felt we were going to get one or two more really, really good chances. And the last person I expected it to fall to was Conor Colson. but thankfully, thankfully, he. Um, he had the composure to do what he did
1: i know then look um i'll come to you for your man of the matches in a minute um everybody in the comments get your man of the match in because it'll be interesting to see the day is it goldson is it lundstrom because i thought lundstrom again was excellent today but we talk about lundstrom every week he's just so so important to that team ryan jack got a rest which was obviously probably was important going into these international that's virtually. probably the only
2: bonus the yeah today, jack didn't play
1: yeah that's probably about that. A massive bonus that we managed to get it before. That game today just shows you how important Jack is. And look, we could talk here for another hour. Um, but Gary, it's now a, a break. Um the players some of the players have got time to rest. How are you feeling now? Look, we've had the kind of first respell under Gio in the league, dropped some points here and there, we've picked up some victories here and there. We're still in Europe, we're still in the cup, but just focusing on the league, how confident are you after what you've seen so far that we can still go on and win it?
3: Ninety-five percent confident. Ninety-five. Yeah, ninety-five. I think the Ibrox one's the big one because if we can pull it back to leveling points, there they've obviously got the goal difference advantage. Um, we need to start being a lot more clinical. You know, we should be we should, we should be putting teams like Dundee away. Um, I, I I'm confident, but, and with and players like. Jack's now, well, unfortunately he's away again with the Scotland squad, but we've got players that will get another, like Hollander that will have another week's training with the squad again. We can get more players fitter and the squad will start to look a lot better rather than the actual 11. Good point. Kerr, you still confident?
0: 50-50, Martin. That was a good podcast <laughs> yeah. That was a great podcast answer. There I'm, you go. I'm, on. I'm more hopeful, more confident. I think the three points to me is a big, big, I know it's only three points, but it's a big gap eh, because we've got a lot of the football to play with Europe and the Scottish Cup. And I just feel it's maybe just too far, but today's three points keeps us in the, keeps us in the hunt, but I've not got a great feeling, but I've told you that. But four weeks ago, I didn't have a great feeling. I just think the swinging points, has just been too much for us to pull back. But like I said, I hope I'm wrong, so that's on
2: 50-50. Listen, you can only be brutally honest. Um, Brian? I didn't have had a good feeling in 2005, and look what happened. So... Yeah, but this, this, is, the now, one this thing is now
1: 2022.
2: I know, yeah. I know. But the thing that concerns me is does concern me is the goal difference I mean we're I think we're something like 14. I think we just forget about the goal difference and and that, that's an extra point yeah it's four
1: but, points it's not three points
2: yeah but it's it's basically classed as an extra point isn't it because you know yeah if, if they if, if whoever's got the higher goal difference is higher is, is top, top of the league so but if, as Scott says the the third of April's the the, mon, the the monster game if we win that it's game on I know and look we'll obviously we'll preview
1: that, right? And I don't want to go into it because you know, my whole point was the match reactions were meant to last a wee half an hour, 35 minutes tops, so a wee nice reaction to the game. Then we can all go on and get on with our Sundays. We're now fifty-seven minutes in, <laughs> um, because care doesn't shut up. Um so it's all, <laughs> it's all care's fault. Um But that that old forum coming up, Care, very quickly, please. Um we need to win that Celtic can afford to
0: draw it. Aye, there's no doubt, we have to win the two games against Celtic, probably the three games if you look at the cup, but we need to beat them twice in the league, we can't do anything else, other games don't matter, we need to beat Celtic twice in the league, if we draw any of them, the league's done in my opinion, so we have to, we basically have to win every game we play in the league. We can't afford to drop any points at all, so we just have to take a game at a time, starting with the third, which will be very difficult because Celtic are playing well domestically. I am not going to say they're fabulous, but they're a good side domestically. They've got a lot of confidence in the way they play. They score a lot of goals, and they've already beat us, so they're going to come to Iberts confident. So we have to basically take every game individually, but starting with Celtic. and We know we can beat them as well, but they also... Us recently, so they can beat us, so it will be interesting the way we start because I say they're confident in scoring goals. But we look at we just have to look after ourselves and don't don't think about them, just play the way they just can play, know the way we have been playing at times.
1: It's going to be a monumental game 21 one sure. points
2: up for grabs, 21 points,
1: yeah. And we have to get 21 out of 21. Yep. Yeah, so uh, Brian, your man in the match today, a uh, Golson, Golson, I would say, uh, purely. Oh, purely Look, Gary's video has fixed itself just as we're about to finish. Look at that!
0: Yeah. You might be a smear for the camera. <laughs> I think, I think,
2: I think Goldson purely for his um, uh, his endeavour in the second half. Um, you know, pushing himself forward, making a nuisance of himself, and just that finish. I mean, as I said before, it's a marvellous finish for a second and a half. You don't expect that because they usually blast it over the over the bar or wide or miss it or something, but. It was a great bit of composure for him to just chip it over the goalie.
1: Just say a very quick hello to brand new channel member Davey Reid. Davey, how you doing? Denzel, that's how it's done. Well, welcome along, Davey. Thank you for joining up. Um, Gary, your
3: man in the match? Goldson. Um, I thought he'd done his job all right. And his initiative to stay up there and be up there for when the ball fell on for the goal. So, Goldson for me. Care you've already Told me, haven't you? And I forgot. No, I told you who my name Have you not told me yet? <laughs> Have you
1: not told me yet? All
0: right, who's your man of the match? Orlando yeah, Gol Golson was very good, and so was Lindstrom. I want to get to Ramsey just for the fact I thought a lot of things we did well attacking wise. He was involved, and then in he equaliser. And I want him to get better, get better under Angel shot So I'm getting it to Aaron Ramsey But I agree with GM My Ny Cricket. That's <laughs> me. I- <laughs> I- I- some of the names. I- that's the way. That's the way we are. We are a European side because that's the way Stephen Gerrard's built us up, and the team yes. hasn't changed much since Giles came in. So we can play well in Europe because it's it's kind of toe to toe in Europe, and we can we can cope with that. And the league we struggle when teams just sit tight and disciplined in a good shape. We struggle in that. Celtic don't, but in Europe Celtic struggle because they kind of go toe to toe with other teams. That's a difference. So that's. How I'm fifty to with the league because so what you're saying is we on. are the better team. In Europe. <laughs> Not in the league because we're sitting that
1: That's well, I mean, you kinda really argue with that. There's a lot of people <laughs> there's a lot of people giving it to to Lundstrom and Roof I mean Roof had a hand in both goals, you know, so it's it's one of the ones, but I think I think you you've got to kind of give it to to Goldson. I think I think that's probably the the fair shout right everybody i'm not sure if we, we'll be back on tuesday we probably will um but i was kind of hoping to give the guys a wee bit of rest um brian have you got any updates on your walter's way series when's yeah that we had
2: uh, I think we had a uh, work commitments and i think john wasn't very well last week so hope john's uh, getting better um but we'll be back next week i think and We'll maybe try and pile in a couple of episodes just to just to get through the international break. Maybe do a couple of episodes a week just to see. Hopefully, hopefully we're all fitting well. And we'll try and get through two episodes a week just to get by this international period.
1: Right, well, I tell you what, if there is enough content to speak about with regards to Rangers, um, then I will certainly put out a podcast on Tuesday. If you want a podcast on Tuesday after this is finished live, Come back in it. Stick in the comments. geezer pod on Tuesday. Your dick. There you go. It's, just, it's <laughs> as easy as that. That's all you need to say. You don't need to say. Pod on Tuesday. Martin. Your dick. Martin. <laughs> ya dick. Aye, I you, want, you want to make sure you're, you're you know, you're, you're aiming it towards me. Or you could just say, I fancy a pod on Tuesday. If there's enough content, we'll certainly bring it back. If not, I'm hoping to get a, a Walter's way out next week as well. Um, and then we'll obviously be back in time. Um, best day, best
0: rest what I think
1: best of the rest is that he's doing that tomorrow because nobody's told me I think so Bill was right, you right. know I watched I
3: Sky Sports News this morning there was some absolute belters scored in the Scottish League this weekend
1: yeah well I'm trying to get this wrapped up Gary and Kerr, so thanks very much for that so yes <laughs> hopefully hopefully we get best of the rest back tomorrow Um, um I'll speak to Jamie hopefully that's out get a wee Walters way out there yeah. Um, and we'll try and keep you um, entertained throughout the international break. We'll be back, obviously, to preview the old forum and stuff like that. Um, so we will speak to you very, very soon. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Please like and subscribe and share and let people know all about the podcast. That's brilliant. The numbers are going up and up and up. And like you see with the academy stuff now, you know we're starting to get a wee bit of recognition off the of Rangers, all because you guys watch the pod. So that's um, greatly <laughs> um Yes, Tuesday goes... Giza pod on Tuesday. Giza pod on Tuesday. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take that as. Um, so yeah, everybody. Thank you so much for watching, and we will speak to you again very, very soon.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.